Welcome to Seder Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics, presented by UMass Memorial Health. Welcome to Seder Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics, presented by UMass Memorial Health. As always, I'm your host, Kevin Gale. Today, we're continuing our Crusader Coaching Profile Series with the newly named head coach of Swim and Dive at the College of the Holy Cross, Christy Jones. Now, Coach Jones was appointed to lead the program back in April after spending six tremendous years at nearby Babson College. She's no stranger to Worcester. She already calls the town home. Coach Jones spent two years as an assistant at WPI. She was an NCAA championship level swimmer herself as a team captain at Indiana University. She qualified for the 200 and 400 yard IM events in 2002 and 2003. Now she bleeds purple for the Crusaders. Coach Jones, thanks so much for joining us. Congrats on this new job. It it seems like with with your history in the area and your resume so far, this opportunity at Holy Cross fits like a glove, right? Absolutely. Um, When it popped up that the job was open, I I knew I couldn't pass it up. I was really excited to come in and, and try to get this position. Um, and I'm, I'm very fortunate and lucky and feel excited that it, it worked out and I'm here. And it made your commute a little bit easier instead of going to the Boston area. You're already right down the street from the hilltop at Holy Cross. Uh, what made Worcester feel like home for you during your time at WPI? I mean, growing up 40 minutes from here, it, it always kind of seems like home. Um, so I was just excited to come back. I swam in the Holy Cross pool when I was eight years old. So to, oh, to wow. come in and see that pool again, it's just, it's been awesome. I, re- I really feel like this is where I need to be. So I'm, I'm pumped. What's that experience like when you're a young swimmer and you get an opportunity in a, in a big fancy college pool like that? I mean, it's incredible. I think I've just always been so competitive that I, I'm not sure I looked too much at the facility and just was kind of keeping my blinders on in my lane, even at a young age. But um, swimming has taken me to so many cool places uh, throughout the country and to different venues. So um, it is neat. And I feel like it's an amazing experience that I had growing up in this area. And it does seem like it's taking you a long way from home. You mentioned Gardner, Mass, small town. I think you said you went to school with like 150 kids in your graduating class, Jesuit school experience all the way through. But then you land at IU in Bloomington, Indiana. What was that change like in your life? Oh, it was it was huge. Um, I was excited to go to a big school, big state school. Um, but it was an adjustment. The school was huge. Um, I would go all day not seeing anybody I knew until I got to practice so coming from a small town and, and small schools, it took me about a year to adjust and kind of really in, enjoy having the time throughout the day to not see anybody um, and then really appreciate when I got back to practice with my team. So um, in the end, it was awesome. And I, I had a tremendous experience. I swam very well um, and met best friends that I still talk to. So um, it worked out, but it was an adjustment. <laughs> You reached the NCAAs and U.S. Olympic trials as an individual. What would you say was your proudest accomplishment as a swimmer in the pool? Wow, that's the tough one. Um, I guess in in the pool, one really great experience, it was my junior year um, at our Big Ten Championships. And me and my two teammates, we got first, second, and third in the 400 IM. Um, so to be able to do that with the two women that I trained with day in and day out to top the podium was just, 
it was awesome. I think that was probably my best experience. Indiana is a program known for national championship tradition. You go back to the seventies with greats like Mark Spitz, one of the best to ever do it. How did your time in a big 10 program like that really set in motion your desire to become a head coach at the college level? I think it was more about my, my team experience, to be honest. Um, I, I had such an amazing experience learning how to push myself within that team environment and having the support of my coaches and my teammates. So that really, I, I want to provide that experience to students now, student athletes, um, learning what they can do with that extra support of having that team and a coaching staff and being able to push themselves well past what they thought they could ever do. So I think it's more about that than the division or, or school that I was at. Not that that didn't help because <laughs> of course, in that environment, it's crazy fun and um, competitive, but I think it was my teammates and my coaches that really helped cultivate that feeling of wanting to give back to that community. So you go from a major big 10 program with a lot of resources, a lot of opportunities, a lot of swimmers and divers, I'm sure. And you begin assistant coaching at Brown University in the Ivy League, what's that first transition step like when you go from athlete to coach? What did you learn that made you say, oh, wow, now I appreciate what my coaches were doing a lot more? <laughs> oh, God, I feel like that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's there's so much. I think that um, coaching at a young age when I was only a couple of years out, it was helpful because I think I was relatable to the team. Um, so I think that they could come to me. They felt com comfortable coming to me with a lot of things. Having that experience of being able to really connect with the team was awesome. Um, but it was definitely a little bit different. And it took me a little while to um, kind of fulfill that different role of being like, all right, I'm, I'm happy to help in whatever way support I can provide. Um, but I'm still a coach because I'm, <laughs> I'm on the other side of the coin now. But they also knew how competitive and um just supportive I was of them and their goals. So I, I think that it kind of still brought that team atmosphere and they knew that I would do whatever I needed to, to help them reach their goals, both personally and in the pool. When you led the program at Babson, you more than doubled the number of swimmers and divers in that program. How does that growth really start to build the level of success that you saw with the Beavers and, and really build towards something special? Because that seems like an incredible step up in terms of just raw numbers in the program. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think that building that team culture that we built in the first couple of years that I was there, I think a lot of the swimmers like word travels, right? So those swimmers will go home and, and talk to their teammates and their coaches and their friends and talked about what a great experience they were having at the college and on the team. Um, so it helped make my recruiting easier, right? Cause there were people reaching out to me that were like, Oh my God, like I want to be a part of this. Um, and it, it just went from there. So I, I feel like I was pretty fortunate that I had a great group that first year that I was there. It really helped me to grow the program because um, it was a small coaching staff, but building that culture created that pipeline to different areas and to different people. And um, I think word spread that it was, it was on the rise and they still are. How do you get the word out in this day and age about these programs in New England? How, how valuable is it now to start having more student athletes on campus again, maybe not having to do so much with Zoom and things like that? Does that give you an excitement about finding a similar level of growth with Holy Cross's program? 
Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, today's day and age, it's nice because there's so much you can do electronically. So even though, you know, I can't travel out to California, I can connect easily via email or Zoom or anything. So um, I think it's easier to connect than it was, you know, 15 years ago. Um, but I, I, you know, being in this area, I think you automatically have connections to coaches and then, you know, going to school in Indiana, I have connections with friends and coaches all across the country. Um, and that helps a lot too. Um, Holy cross really speaks for itself with, with the academic excellence here, um, in division one athletics. So I'm finding it's, it, again, it's not easy, but easier than you would think to be able to recruit anywhere because people know about the, the name, um, and I've talked to people in the Midwest. They're like, oh my God, my grandfather grew up in Worcester and knows all about Holy Cross. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then they know about the Patriot League. So it's, um, it's crazy to see once you reach out, how many people come back and have some kind of connection to the area. And it feels like so often, if you can just get those student athletes to campus, they fall in love with the facilities and the campus and the community feeling right away. I'm also glad you mentioned the academics because you could see from your resume at Babson as you were achieving new conference bests as a team, you were also maintaining really impressive GPAs. You now guide a program at Holy Cross that had a perfect APR score last time out. What does that say about the foundation that's already been built here on campus? I mean, it's really impressive. Um, from the moment I interviewed and, and wanted to be a part of this, I, I was excited to join in on something not feel like I would have to build anything. It's, it's here, the foundation's here, and I can come in and just help cultivate all the great things that are already happening on the team and in the community. Makes my job a lot easier to just be able to cultivate versus have to build. Let's take a short commercial break. When we get back, we'll continue our conversation with Christy Jones right here on Sater Stories. At Fuel America, we've created a place for people to gather, to share their stories. We are a destination. And we are a starting point because Fuel America is not just our name, it's our mission. Run, roll, walk. Massachusetts is getting moving again. And UMass Memorial Healthcare is here to do our part. Push, pull. We're the region's leader in orthopedics with more doctors, more expertise, and more locations than anyone else. Stir, kick, get moving again. With UMass Memorial Healthcare's orthopedics experts. Jig, jog. Appointments available now. Call 855 UMass MD. UMass Memorial Healthcare, a proud sponsor of Holy Cross Athletics. Wegmans Meals to Go makes eating well extra easy. Power up with one of our poke bowls or poke salads. They're made with all your favorite sushi ingredients and served over your choice of greens or grains. Pick from shrimp, king salmon, ahi tuna, and more. And poke is just the beginning. Our fresh-made salads, hand-rolled sushi, and other favorites can be delivered right to your door with a simple tap or click. Order on the app or visit mealstogo.com. Select stores only. Minimum $20 order for delivery. Check availability in your area. What does it mean to be relentless? It means providing access to great medicine for everyone. UMass Memorial Health. The relentless pursuit of healing. Find the help you're looking for at ummhealth.org. Holy Cross Athletics is proud to have passionate corporate sponsors who are committed to supporting our teams and student-athletes. Sponsors not only support Holy Cross, but also gain significant marketing exposure through in-venue signage, digital elements, promotional campaigns, and much more. 
become a corporate partner, please contact Frank with Crusader Sports Properties at 908-625-1947. Welcome back to Sader Stories. I'm Kevin Gale, joined by new Holy Cross Swim and Dive coach, Christy Jones. Now, Coach Jones, as you take charge of the program and gear up for the new season ahead, how are you setting goals with your student-athletes over these summer months? So right now I'm doing individual meetings with each one of them to talk about where they are this summer and what their goals are for the summer and for next year. Um, I think it's important to just build those individual relationships because I haven't had the chance to build them yet. I came in right at the end of the school year. So um, we're working on that now and work together towards those goals that they have. Um, And hopefully once they get on campus, we can hit the ground running. What do some of those conversations look like as you're getting to know a student athlete at the college level? What's most important to you that you'd like to hear in those conversations? And and what do you want them to hear from you? So one of of the main questions I always ask is why they chose Holy Cross, um, which is helping me to get to know them and also helping in terms of recruiting. And one common theme that always comes across is their love of their teammates and their team and the community here. They said the minute they stepped foot on campus and and met even just um, random people on campus, the community as well as the team is what sold them. They knew when they got here. Um, And that's been throughout the whole team. They've been saying that. So it's incredible to hear. And I think it helps me in recruiting. I I feel like I already say that, but it's with genuine sincerity that it's coming from the team. Um, And I want them to know that I... I want to recruit towards that. I think it's important that they feel like the team culture that they've worked hard to build is going to continue on. um, And I fully support that. So that's something that I'm going to work on with them throughout the year and keep cultivating as well. I'm always fascinated by the way coaches like you in these seemingly very individual sports like swim and dive, track and field, find that balance between developing talents for so many student athletes. I mean, you have 50 plus student athletes that are going to be on your teams next year. What's the key to building a team chemistry or does that have to happen more organically like it did for you at IU? Yeah, it's that team environment, I think, is what really sells it and what really brings a team to the next level. Um, And if you can, I feel that if you can recruit towards that, um, someone who wants that team environment and thrives in that team environment, the team is just going to be that much better. Um, It's definitely a little organic, but I also think if they come in wanting that family, Um, then they take right to it. So we'll do a lot of stuff. We have weekly team meetings um, that we'll do little team activities and get to know each other. So I try to provide as many opportunities as I can to continue to help them flourish as a team and get to know each other, especially with a big incoming class. So I think that'll be helpful to get the incoming freshmen ready to go with the rest of the team. As you look ahead to next season, things you want to achieve as, as a swim and dive team, what would it take for us one year from now to look back at your first full season in charge to say that was a successful year? Not that I, 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 I like the, love the Patriots, Bill Belichick fan right here. I'm all about the process. <laughs> um, so for me, just working on the day-to-day stuff, there, there are so many outcome goals that of course I would love to see, but I think if I don't focus on the day-to-day stuff, um, that's not going to happen. So building that team culture, working with them, creating an environment where they can come in and push each other, but yet support each other at the same time. Um, I think we're going to see amazing things at the end of the year if I can continue to focus on those day-to-day things with them throughout the season. Coach, it's been really great talking with you today. Uh, We've been ending our Seder Story episodes with a sort of rapid-fire question 
section. So I'm going to ask you a handful of random questions now. And just give me the first thing that comes to your mind. Don't think too hard, okay? Okay. <laughs> here, here we go. Is that well, that was quite a tee up? Um, is there a swim event, or maybe better yet, a dive that you never tried but you wish you had? I have never dove off a diving board. Really? <laughs> yeah. So there, uh, I have never tried any dive. Um, I've done every event, so I can't say there's one I haven't tried, but I've never dove. Your favorite restaurant in Worcester? Baba Sushi. Favorite hobby when you aren't coaching? Sitting on the beach. I count reading. I'm reading on the beach. <laughs> there you go. Took it to the next level. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite TV show? Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, that's a tough one. Um, Give me a few if you'd like. Okay, well, right now I'm watching that new one on Hulu with Selena Gomez and Martin, um, Martin Short. and He murders in the building. Yes, I'm, I'm really enjoying that one right now. So I'll go with that for right now. My wife's been binging that one. Besides your phone, keys, and wallet, what's something you never leave home without? Sunglasses. And lastly, what's your favorite spot on Holy Cross's campus? Oh, um. I mean, right now it's the pool, but I'm going to take a campus tour and hopefully I can find some more spots. <laughs> Coach, this has been great. Seriously, thanks again for joining us uh, during these beautiful summer days. You were talking about the weather before, so I don't want to keep you stuck in the office too long. But congrats again with your new role with the Crusaders. We wish you all the best heading into next season, and we look forward to seeing what you can do here with the awesome. Crusaders. Thank you so much for having me, Kevin. Anytime. We'll see you around soon. My thanks to you all for tuning in to Seder Stories. Please subscribe to our show on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you appreciate our show, leave us a five-star rating and review. It's the best way for fellow crusaders like you to find our shows. That's going to do it for today. Thanks again for tuning in to Seder Stories. I'm Kevin Gale. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seder Stories, presented by UMass Memorial Health. Stay in the loop on all things Holy Cross athletics at GoHolyCross.com and at GoHolyCross on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go Cross Go!